0: Improving your relationship with food and increasing your knowledge base on best nutritional practices will ultimately allow you to live a more complete and full existence. For Holly Jean Barrett, she's on a mission to empower people through education to change their food and ultimately change their life. She's a functioning nutrition and holistic wellness educator who also hosts a podcast called Low Carb Conversations, where she dives into the latest health headlines with industry experts. She joined me this week to discuss her work on how she helps people live healthier, eat smarter, and ultimately feel better about their whole self. I'm Kevin McShan. Let's have this conversation. I began my conversation with Barrett by asking her to expand upon her signature slogan, Empowerment Through Education, Change Your Food, Change Your Life.
1: Yeah, so I think when you first go on my website, my slogan or my tagline says, Empowerment Through Education, Change Your Food, Change Your Life. And to break that down i'll start with the empowerment through education part um nutrition can be confusing for the simple fact that there's so much information out there like when it comes to nutrition we all we're all on a high fact diet there are so many facts coming at us from all sorts of directions so it can be hard to know who to listen to when we have the government giving recommendations on what to eat, which is usually behind the latest science. Um, There are gurus all over the internet and our televisions, and everyone has the perfect diet to help you achieve your goals, whether it's lose weight or balance your hormones or heal your gut, um, cure cancer, reverse disease, you know, get you shredded at the gym. You know, there's, everyone has their Thing that they're pushing. And there's all these different diet philosophies, whether it's low fat, high fat, keto, low carb, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, and then diet systems like Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem. There's just so many choices out there. And on top of all the choices, there's supplements and pills for all your ills and in-betweens on that. So I think it's important to teach my clients that more than anything, more than even a field of science, um, the nutrition and diet industry is big business. It's a multi-billion dollar business. And there's really no profit in simplicity or um, in people having all the answers. So, I think I like to spend a lot of time with my clients to help them clear out the noise and just go back to the basic when it comes to food and nutrition. And then from there, after removing all the stress of trying to figure out what to eat, clients are then empowered to make the food choices that best serve them. And that translates into changing their lives by helping them reclaim their energy. Because it's a lot of energy trying to figure that out all the time, what to eat and how to eat. Um, And then once you can clear that, then they, they can reclaim their energy and reach their goals.
0: I know that your, co- uh, your company, uh, Rabbit Holistic, helps people um, in your programs, helps p- people improve their relationships with food through a combination of proven uh, nutritional uh, principles and effective uh, behavioral change techniques. Can you tell me more about that?
1: Yeah. So we're all on a nutritional journey. Um, We're all in a relationship with food and that relationship with food's an intimate one. We've been closely in it our whole entire lives. And just like our relationships with humans, our relationship with food can be either great and happy or balanced, um, but it could also be dysfunctional, messy, complicated, challenging, and sometimes it could even be abusive. So In my experience with my clients and through my own journey, I've learned that sometimes for people to truly break free from those yo-yo dieting cycles or those patterns of gaining and losing weight, they need to explore the patterns and behaviors and the habits that keep them stuck. And those patterns are housed in our subconscious. And realizing this, I went on to study human behavior and psychology as As that behavior is dictated by our subconscious mind and I received a certification as a self-sabotage coach so now I can combine that with my nutritional training I can apply this training to very effectively help my clients like get through those breakthroughs that they need to reach their goals um, and their full potential.
0: And could you also give me your definition of, of what exactly nutritional therapy is?
1: Yeah, so nutritional therapy, my training as a nutritional therapy practitioner, um, the belief is that the body will heal itself if given the right information and food. So nutritional therapy is like the practice of healing your body holistically and enhancing its efficiency through proper nutrition. And it's based on the philosophy that illness will happen when the body is imbalanced due to poor diet or improper lifestyle. Um, So things like um, illnesses such as weight gain or brain fog, fatigue, depression, those can all be rectified by eliminating the root cause itself. And so this form of therapy just works to identify the root cause, um, and it imparts like a nutritional healing protocol designed to help clients pave their way to a healthier lifestyle. And I'm
0: I'm curious to also know what's uh, the best part of your job uh, from a personal perspe- uh, perspective, how would you uh, define happiness and, and success at work?
1: um to me for that i think being in alignment um i am happy i'm happiest and most successful when my personal life and my work life are in alignment uh, meaning we're working towards the same thing Um, it's hard for me to be really effective with my clients and helping them reach their goals in health if i'm not taking care of my health um and so when I have those two things aligned, that's how I feel successful, and that's when I see the most success.
0: And I know your, your main uh, clientele is families and children, and you, you help them sort of uh, get on the right uh, nutritional path. So I'm wondering how you help people, uh, particularly if they have families, uh, keep a consistent and healthy uh, nutritional diet?
1: That is the million dollar question. That's what everyone wants to know. How do I stay healthy? How do I keep my family healthy? Um, And for me, it is my core belief that if we want to raise healthy children, physically and mentally, then we need to be healthier adults. Because healthy parents raise healthy children. So all humans, we learn by scanning and taking in our surroundings. It's a primal survival skill of our subconscious. And our subconscious just wants to repeat, copy, mimic, mirror, emulate the actions of whatever it sees um, through the eyes and hears through our ears. So the more repetitive the thoughts, actions, or ideas observed through these senses, the more the subconscious knows that that's the acceptable and safe behavior to act out. So if we want to raise healthy children with healthy habits that they carry with them through their life um, we need to model that for them um, and be healthy adults and parents ourselves and that's why I work with the whole family. Now the majority of my clients aren't family units. I have worked with whole families before but um, but if I can just help one parent, one adult have a life-changing transformation when it comes to their food and their nutrition, I know that has a ripple effect that trickles down to their children and other family members. And ultimately, or ideally, the momentum of that ripple effect carries out into the community and beyond.
0: And I know uh, for you, you also work with people who are interested in sort of getting rid of uh, the fatigue or dealing with someone who just wants to start eating healthier. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering your your, your uh, thoughts or perspective on how, how to get uh, that conversation started to make sure that it's consistent.
1: Um, there's so many things that we can do. And as I've touched on before, like with so many options, it can become really complicated. So my best advice for someone just getting started is to keep it simple. Like stop looking for the next diet or trend or that quick fix or that silver bullet that's going to solve everything. The foundations are so simple that they're often overlooked. And I I have yet to have a client not see improvement and symptoms and whether they're just having feelings of those fatigue or not reaching their weight loss goals those general unhealthiness feelings or more severe health conditions such as like autoimmune disease I have not seen a client not make improvements to some degree by simply strengthening their foundations of eating whole foods um, being adequately hydrated Optimizing their digestion, getting sleep and rest, and doing appropriate movements and exercise, as well as getting out and getting fresh air and relaxing. So, once you have those things down, and if a client's still experiencing problems, then we can look at more therapeutic and customized options. But without addressing those foundations first, we find ourselves um, kind of in a reactive mode using a band aid approach to fixing our problems.
0: And I know that you're a parent also and parenting during the pandemic. I'm just wondering how you're managing that and the the importance of sort of managing your kids uh, social media time as well.
1: This is such a big question. And you know, like, I feel like every generation of parenting has their challenges and technology is brought with it parenting challenge that has never existed before. So as a parent, I like to take the approach that nutrition is more than what I feed my children. It's more than just what we eat. It's everything we consume. And that's from TV to video games magazines, social media. It's our friends. It's our peer groups. And going back to the subconscious and knowing that our children are consuming and absorbing like this onslaught of information coming at them. Um, and right now it's at, like, it's definitely at unprecedented rates. I think it makes the job of parenting that much harder, you know, because um, they aren't just learning from us anymore or, our pe- or their peers, but it's from all that noise around them. All that noise that bombards us as adults is also bombarding them as children, um, but that technology is also distracting us as parents, and I kind of think it's by design, like without getting too sinister, but I think so much of what is out there today, specifically designed to increase the distance between the child and the parent. And from a lot of stuff I see, I see like industry moving towards removing parents from the picture altogether, like giving more control over those choices that come around raising a family to more um, states and government organizations. So to be a parent today, I think it's it's to, it means to. we have to be really actively and consciously more diligent and involved with what our children are exposed to and what they're consuming. And just kind of real quick as like a little aside, um, as a mother, I see a very targeted and specific challenge with being a mom with what I call like the wine agenda, where you see those memes that make it funny for moms to be drinking wine all the time. And that's kind of becoming like a societal norm for moms to be drinking wine all the time. But I'm not saying I don't drink, but it's, it's this messaging. So it's challenging in a couple ways. Because one, as we know, like our subconscious, it has the very specific job of making sure that we fit in with our tribe, our family. So this messaging is telling moms, excuse me, that um, to be a cool mom, we have to be drinking regularly. And this further kind of distracts the mom. It distracts us giving more power to the devices because we're saying here, kids, play on your device or watch TV while mommy mommy has a cocktail or something. But it also sends the message to our kids that drinking regularly is safe. It's a way to deal with a hard day it's normal and we're showing them that that's acceptable behavior to copy and mimic and lastly on this point like it's i think it's also the most destructive point is that our children are receiving this message that they're so difficult and such a burden that drinking alcohol is essential in order to survive parenting them so parenting definitely has their challenges and specific challenges as a mom
0: Absolutely. And just one follow up on that regard. How are you de- dealing with educating your kids to this age? I'm just curious to get your thoughts on that.
1: Good question. We were already a homeschooling family, so I will say we definitely had the advantage there because we didn't have to do that awkward transition mm-hmm. of just being thrown into it. So. I think my children's lives have stayed relatively normal um, compared to their friends, so we we were lucky there.
0: Yeah, so uh, what would be your piece of advice for parents who may be uh, struggling with homeschooling their kids in this environment?
1: I would say, don't stress about it so much. Like the kids are going to bounce back. The kids are going to recover. We don't have to be putting so much pressure on them to like hit these milestones right now. Sorry, my dog's barking. I I see that. (laughs) I have a giant Great Dane. So when he barks, we must be getting a delivery. Um, But I would just say to to not stress about it. Because when we stress about it, our kids feel that stress. And to maybe use this time to do more, explore different learning styles. Mm-hmm. And if that com- sitting on a computer all day with your kids isn't working, there are so many other avenues to explore. So just kind of relax into it and go with the flow because the kids are going to learn. They're going to pick it up. They're not going to be behind.
0: Gotcha. So I'm also curious to know about your own podcast, Low calm uh, Conversations, where you talk with industry experts about the latest health headlines can you tell me more about that
1: yeah i will say that our our name is deceiving like low carb conversations um it's so much more than that we do um Discuss nutrition um, and the the roots of our podcast are in like the keto movement, um, but we've we've evolved since then and just haven't changed our name. But we do discuss nutrition and health and wellness, and the purpose is to just um, educate our audience and to help them look objectively at the news and the headlines and everything that we're bombarded with. And when it comes to nutrition, health, and wellness, um, and just kind of filter through what's accurate, what's not. Um, because as we touched on, it can be overwhelming and confusing when it comes to all that information and how to lead a healthful life.
0: And I'm curious, you picked my interest in talking about healthy eating and habits. I'm wondering your thoughts on how we can still uh, maintain that in the age of the pandemic.
1: Um, I think now, well, definitely now is more important time than ever to focus on our health. Um And i think the best thing to do is just focus on getting fresh air and sunshine i know a lot of people are told to stay home and stay inside but that's actually really bad for our health we need fresh air we need sunshine so even if you're going on your front porch or in your backyard um and then also not stocking up on all the all the junk food all the all the food that has a long shelf life um I know that's easy to do. And especially if we're coming from like a state of fear or panic, where we just want to have as much stuff in the house for as long as possible. So we don't have to go out shopping more, but those types of food contribute to inflammation in our bodies. They contribute to illness and they're not, they will not help us fight off anything. If we were to come in contact or be exposed with any pathogen.
0: Uh, yeah, and my final question for you is, uh, w- when you're not working, uh, what do you like to do as a family for fun, and how do you find your inner self, to, to, just to reconnect w- with yourself away from uh, your family unit?
1: Um, well, we do have, we do a lot of fun stuff as a family, definitely. I'm in Southern California, so we're by the beach. We're at the beach a lot. Um the kids right now are really into skateboarding. So we're checking out different skate parks around the area. Um, I, I've i always prioritized myself and my health um, because I know, I know it's so easy to put off and put everyone else first, but I know that if I'm not at my best, then I'm not able to give my best. So I, I like to get up early. I am one of those annoying early risers. Me too. <laughs> okay, good. Because I like... I like to, I do a devotional, I journal in the morning. I like to do a walk. Um, I usually walk for about an hour every morning and I listen to podcasts or I'm just alone with my thoughts, which can be scary. Uh, but I I just take that time for myself.
0: Fantastic. Well, I want to uh, uh, thank you uh, for joining me today and sharing uh, some best nutritional and uh healthy food habit practices. And I really want to thank you for your time today. I really enjoyed our conversation and I want to thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. This was fun. I hope I was able to provide some value to you and to your audience.